The Dow hit a record high. Steady. The economy. Oh, we got your back, Jack. Make a great plan, man. Oh, real McCoy, Troy. Our three cents for free. The options to pick, Nick. You need to discuss much. You got the key, KC, in exit strategy. It's us again. I'm Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and Nick Antonucci, and uh, this is our three cents. We uh, have an awesome topic to talk about today, and that is teams. Putting, putting yeah, it's it's team spirit. That's right. That's right. It's, We're it's gonna football not our season. football season. Yeah. We're talking teams. We're talking teams. There so we go. And, I got uh, my fantasy football roster in front of me. I'm ready to go. All right. That, well, I'm on the uh, wrong. Pay, oh. uh, no, yeah, this is I'm a about, fantasy podcast oh, today. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's draft your fantasy exit planning team. <laughs> there you Perfect. go. Perfect. Uh, well, we really do have a lot to talk about when it comes to that, and uh, obviously we are a bit self-interested. We each um, are uh, members of a team at Hensler Financial that does just that. We can help you with your exit planning. Um, I, Troy Harmon, am. Uh, a uh, CFA charter holder as well as a CVA uh, holder, which is a certified valuation analyst. The CFA is a chartered financial analyst. Uh, Nick and Tanucci holds uh, both the CVA, as I've already fleshed out, as well as a CEPA, which is Nick. Certified exit planning advisor. There we go. Uh, KC holds a similar did I get designation. It right? You did. Yeah. You, I, I you think, win the prize. Yeah, yeah you won. Uh, Casey uh, holds a CEPA as well as a CFP, which is a Certified Financial Planner Certificate. That's right. Uh, can't use that one as a noun. Uh, you got to talk about people when you come to that. Um, exactly. But uh, obviously, all of these designations give us uh, some insight into ways that we can help uh, business owners or those would-be business owners uh, plan for uh, you know, more efficient businesses, especially when it comes to uh, things like valuation and setting up a business to uh, be sold in the future. Obviously, um, it's a, a somewhat uh, common topic these days. There's a lot of folks, especially the baby boomers that are looking to retire. Uh, a lot of people that are um, coming to the realization that they really don't want to work forever, even though they are business owners. And uh, you can't just uh retire and get your gold rolex and walk out the door um usually not when you're a business owner exactly so there's a little more to it so kc you want to talk a little about what is very important obviously you as a financial planner and a sepa and nick as well as a sepa uh you talk about the exit strategy a lot obviously i talk a lot about business valuation nick does business valuation as well um, yeah, I mean, from a from a overall standpoint, I mean, part of what the SEPA does as in in trying to help uh, business owners with their exit planning strategy or engagement, and, and like we've said many times on this segment, you know, is the exit planning is not just about the exit; it's really just good business strategy all the way around. So, right. a lot of these advisors that you want to have in your corner on a on an exit planning team uh, may just be advisors that you have ongoing, whether you're just starting your business or in the middle of, of an, a going concern or preparing to exit. So 
Um, you know, the SEPA, the, the, part of the role of the SEPA is to try to play quarterback to some extent and, and bring these experts in from various areas, you know, where, where needed. Um, so if you're a quarterback, does that mean you have to have 10 other people? I mean, is it just like a football that, team? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're sticking with the football theme here today, <laughs> so uh, might as well. But, yeah, I mean, it could be it could be a, a number of different people, um, anything from – you know, financial planners, uh, wealth management, you know, investment type people to um, tax, tax professionals, yeah, yeah. state attorneys, attorneys, yeah. uh, corporate attorneys. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is just like you're you're a financial planner yeah. that is outside my area of expertise. Right. I do business valuation. No one person does all these functions and, exactly. and can do so and, and be knowledgeable in all of them. And if they tell you they can, then they're probably lying. Yeah, there so you go. Jack of all trades, master of none, maybe. But um, There you go. Well, I mean, Nick already said it. I, one of the major players is going to be an attorney, right? There's a lot of legal documents that you're going to have to go through and sign. Um, there's going to be due diligence done, yep. especially by a buyer of a business. Uh, Nick, you didn't stop at just corporate attorney. You said a state planning attorney. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, we can we can step through a number of these, you sure. know, instead of just throwing out, you know, three here and there and, and really discuss what it takes to have a well-rounded team. Right. So, you, yeah, Casey, you know, financial planning, I think you mentioned yep. a tax professional, a CPA, a corporate attorney. And if you're in the process of selling, potentially an investment banker. Yeah. Um, evaluation Depends on analyst. Size the business, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. As, as we've talked, you know, and we've touched on all of these mostly in our, in our previous uh, podcast segments, um, but just to kind of tie them all together, uh, insurance advisor yep. um, for a number of different reasons. Um, and maybe well, multiple multiple insurance advisors because you're, you know, if, if you're still operating the business, then you, you probably have a business uh, you know, business insurance, just kind of for general liability Definitely. and E&O and that kind of thing. And then you, you have you know, maybe a life insurance advisor for buy-sell agreements, things like that. So, Oh, um, you mean not disability. just for life insurance? Uh, yeah. You're saying that they can be, life insurance can be used in some other Life manner? insurance can be used. And actually, we, you know, we're, we uh, have a, a life insurance expert that we lean on for, from time to time here at Hensler, Jim Crone, and uh, we're planning on having him on a on a future episode of, of Our Three Cents, so stay tuned for that. But Well, we'll I mean, aren't we going to have maybe one of each of these we would like to, experts? Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's, that's really what Again, we're Again, because we're here. not experts in all these different fields, you know, exactly. that's why you have to have a, a team of, of individuals who are qualified in each of these areas. Some of these sure. things, you know, are, are going to be experts that you may not even consider. What about a real estate agent? Absolutely. A, well, a banking well, relationship. A banking relationship. Well, absent, you know, separate from the investment banker, an actual, if you need to, you know, take out a loan to maybe it's to grow your business, anything of that, of, you know, related to that. Sure. Uh, Casey, you, you uh, kind of swerved into something I want to flesh out. Uh, you said a real estate broker. Well, there is something that I have recently done is went out and got a real estate agent's license and, uh, the reason that I did it was not because I want to start selling real estate. It's actually to become a business broker, meaning that I can list businesses for sale. Um, Which that's a legally. regulatory requir requirement in the state of Georgia. Correct? Well, the thing is, the reason that I had to go and get the real estate license was because if you deal with any business who has any sort of real estate within the business, including leases, mm -hmm. um, the state of Georgia want you to be uh, a registered real estate 
professional. And, and um, as I said, I am a business broker, and we haven't mentioned that yet. But, hey, if you don't have a way to market your business for sale, say you, uh, you know, often – you have people that show up and they want to sell it to a good manager they've got or somebody that works within their business or the next generation of, of their family or yeah, something inter, like that. Inter, uh, company transfer type situations. Precisely. And that's very common, but uh, it, it's also not terribly uncommon to have a situation where somebody wants to sell their business and really don't have any idea as to who they're going to find to take that next step. Yeah, we, we get that quite frequently with somebody coming in and just wanting us to help them find a buyer for the business and and you know becoming a business broker would would certainly be a, a part of that um, yeah so you could actually uh, my point was you could kind of kill two birds with one stone if you sure. will if you found a business broker who might allow you to market your business yep. and help you sell the real estate yeah i mean other areas things like um you know charitable gift advisor i mean that's oh. not something that you see very often but no um, that would be kind of odd there's for, for most and, people, and a right? lot of a lot of these are overlapping you know where you may have a financial planner who who is well versed in charitable giving or a tax you know cpa who, who can help you with that or an attorney you probably need some combination of all of those different professionals if you're planning to give away a chunk of the business before you sell it casey um, flesh that out a little bit yeah as so, far as, as far as the charitable giving expert yeah and, and we'll we'll probably again kind of dive deeper into this on a future episode but uh, essentially uh, you know, a, a lot of times these businesses have accumulated a, a quite a bit of just like like at buying a public company you probably have some some gain in that business when you go to sell it and you can avoid a lot of that gain if you're you know if you're charitably inclined and you have these uh, the the want or desire to give money away to a charity of your of your choice you can actually give that charity, give the part of the business to the charity before you sell it. So either putting it into a donor advised fund, uh, a charitable remainder trust, some type of, of charitable trust that uh, would allow you to kind of avoid the capital gain on that piece of the business, uh, but also give away you know the money to to charity. Um, so, so put a different way, you can either give it to charity who is going to do good work with it, or you can give it to everyone's least favorite charity uncle <laughs> sam right that's right who, who may or may not do great work with it but may or may eh, not. who knows exactly there no, you go no comment on that but yeah <laughs> yeah kc doesn't want to get in the middle of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean and most most people would tell you they'd rather see the money go to some an organization that they know and and trust and believe in what they're doing in the community or, or what have you rather than giving it to the government so yeah i, I bet that um, many business owners are probably well versed in this concept because at the end of the year what do you start doing you start preparing for the tax bill right yeah and if you've got lots of profit what do you do with it you go out and see if you need any assets that you can buy instead of giving it away you That's know right. so that you can have write-offs instead yep. of a tax bill exactly um I mean, there's we could go on and on probably about the number of professionals and and the that are involved in kind of the exit planning or business strategy. Um, but and most people don't have all of these relationships in place. I mean, yeah. I'm sure most business owners have someone they you know does their taxes, an accountant, things like that. Exactly. And hopefully some sort of attorney relationship. But sometimes it's you know let's just say we threw out seven, eight, ten of these uh, you know relationships you should have. You might only have a few of them. So an, another reason why it's important to start planning early and develop these relationships and to be pretty open with each of them so that everyone has all the same information and good information and can make the right 
decisions and recommendations for you. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's essentially just you're building your team of advisors. It, it, it's important that that team is communicative and that they are work well together because, sure. you know, that they're ultimately all trying to make uh, work towards the same goal, row the boat in the same direction. Um, so trying to make sure that you have a cohesive team that can mesh well together. We're fortunate at Hensler to have a lot of these uh, experts kind of in-house under one roof. Um, but we, we obviously will work with anyone's current advisors that they have. And, sure. and uh, you know, just the important thing is to try to really have somebody who's conducting the orchestra and making everyone do their part to, to work for the same exactly goal. Exactly right. Let's see, we're rowing boats and we're playing in the orchestra. We got lots of football. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the this analogy is, show. <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, Casey, uh, you guys as certified exit planning advisors uh, try to build a good team around yourself so that uh, if somebody comes to you and they don't have one of these relationships, obviously uh, not all those relationships are available with people at work directly for Hensler Financial, but we do have lots of partnerships. Uh, so if somebody wanted to to uh, kind of add to their their team, if you will, um, they can reach out to us at Hensler Financial by calling 770-429-9166. You can ask for uh, Troy Harmon, Casey Smith, or Nick Antonucci. Any one of us could actually help you uh, get better plugged in. Um, Casey, you got more to add to that? No, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, the important thing to remember is just you know it, it takes uh, it takes a village, I guess. You know, so it does. Um, and and again, it, it's not just for when you're getting ready to sell your business. I mean, it's probably not a bad idea to have some of these advisors in place. Yeah, start having the conversations now. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. You guys, as as uh, exit planners and and uh, valuation analysts. I, it, it's not uncommon that you go through and you you talk to a, a business owner, Nick, uh, when you're doing evaluation, and you can pinpoint areas where they might become more profitable. I don't care if you're ready to sell your business or not. Is that an interesting conversation to have with a business owner? I would think yes. Yeah, and you know, one more thing, Troy, that I want to mention before we wrap up here is. As the business owner, keep in mind that beyond you, try and broaden some of these relationships with if, if you already have intentions to pass, you know, your business transition, your business to the next generation, things like that. Have them involved and, and know these relationships, because should something happen to you suddenly, you know, you're leaving that next individual having to start from the ground up exactly. in some way of building these relationships and trusting that person Um to look out for your best interest. Sure. So uh, maybe make your Rolodex uh, clear and also available to that next generation. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that is uh, the end of our episode. We thank you for listening to Our Three Cents, and we'll catch you next time. You just need to commence, gents. Make a great plan, man. A real McCoy and Troy. Our Three Cents for free. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. 
This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.